Welcome to What Unites Us. I'm Taylor Justice. And I'm Esther Farkas. And welcome to our recap episode. Welcome to What Unites Us, a podcast about building businesses meant to last. We're your hosts, Taylor Justice and Esther Farkas. We lead Unite Us, a technology company that connects health and social care. We became curious about the way other leaders develop, innovate, inspire, and lead to drive change. We've invited an incredible lineup of visionaries to share their experiences, whether they created a new industry, turned an existing one on its head, or breathed new life into an old brand. We're glad you're here. Thanks for tuning in. What was your favorite episode? That's hard. I think my favorite is Rob. Yeah. I think it was because of everybody that we interviewed, he's the one that really has no relation to what we do at Unite Us. But obviously, we all have some sort of connection to him, either me growing up with him, yeah, you being an avid user of the solo pod or solar pod or whatever it is. Um, I do not like this camera placement. <laughs> Can we talk about that? Actually, let's yeah, keep I'm this like, rolling. Hold on. I'm let's like, keep this rolling. I'm, one of my other favorite parts of this season is when we're interviewing the one lady and you just stop it. Stop <laughs> it. Move the camera. I need to know where I'm looking. Well, she was up on like four different screens. Like, that's okay. Don't worry. Don't look at any of the screens. Just talk to them. It's normal. And look at the camera. I was like, what are you talking about? She's over there. She's over here. Taylor's looking over here. I'm looking to the right. This cannot make sense even when you edit it out. This is the recap of season one, and season one being our first time ever doing this. And so you will notice a bunch of different camera angles, places where our eyes are looking. I think we kind of dialed it in towards the end, but it was fun. It was an experience. Yeah, it's a work in progress. That's, I think, the best way to put it. Being an introvert, how was it being an extrovert on the podcast? Literally awful. No, (laughs) it was nerve-wracking, but... As an introvert, I think it's not that you don't like speaking. Human you don't, communication. yeah, you don't. It's not that you don't like social interaction. It's just that it's a little bit more draining than maybe for an extrovert like you. One of the interesting things that I think the first couple episodes, and I don't know if it'll show because we have great production folks that can chop up and make us not look like zombies. But when we started to move a little bit away from scripted conversations yeah. and engaging, we had a great trainer. You can't see her. She's behind the screen. But she basically sat us down. It's like, listen, we got to have an intervention. Yeah, because I was reading everything. So we had scripts. I was reading them. It was not good podcasts. <laughs> and so Jenny did a training. Taylor sat me down, told me I need to improvise more, which goes against my very nature. And so it was tough. And um, you guys will see whether it worked. So what was your favorite episode? That's tough. I loved them all, but we laughed really hard with Rob. And so Rob Deerdeck, ridiculousness, super jacket, his production company. The guy literally has billions of people watching him do improv on television for an hour with two other people. So when we did the podcast, you might be surprised to hear he was hilarious (laughs) and he made Taylor and I laugh. And I think it's just like a great example of a really like a professional entertainer, like truly a professional entertainer. Yeah, I think I, there's pieces that I love about all of them. I think having Georgina on and her, her yeah. story 
And then Maurice and his story and where he came from and what he's building. Yeah, amazing. It's interesting to see how all of these different people navigated different challenges or stereotypes, but still came out on top. And they were like all very, very positive about the experience. Yeah, and Rachel's family and sort of in the wake of the patriarch of that family just having passed away, thinking back through that was so much more uh, powerful. So what do you think some of the big themes for season one would be? I think everybody talked a lot about the people aspect of not just leadership, but about building enduring companies. And I think a lot about how Rachel put it when she said Kohler is 150 years old, I think. And so she said you used to be able to build a business with just a great product and you could really have a huge competitive moat. And that just isn't, it's not true anymore. It's all about people and it's all about sort of having the right team. Well, I mean, I think on, on enduring businesses, 150 years with Kohler, you look at Goodwill, 120 years old. Mm-hmm. And Goodwill, all I know them for prior to this work was yeah. their retail locations. Yeah. And retail's not even in their mission statement. Yeah. And being unwavering on helping people reach their full potential. I thought that was very interesting because yeah. they do a lot of cool things, but most people know it's like, oh, it's a thrift store. I've got this party I need to go to and I want to do it for cheap. I'm going to go buy some stuff from Goodwill. Yeah. They do so much more behind the scenes. And how about American Heart Association? Same type of thing. Like Goodwill, it's been around for nearly 100 years and doing so much great work. And do people really think about it as enduring business? And should they? And I think we made people, hopefully, with this podcast, think about business in a different way. And a brand, an enduring brand, is not just a for-profit company. Well, I think also the guests had a wide range of personal experiences. Yeah. You had those that came from very well-known families, Rachel Kohler, Patrick Kennedy, where they're in the limelight, if you will, and they're trying to chart their own path. And you have others that seemingly came from nothing or created something from nothing, like Rob, who dropped out of high school, yeah, started skateboarding at 16, and started to create a business and become an entrepreneur when that wasn't the fad. Well, build a personal brand, right? Personal when, brand, before yeah. there was the concept of a personal brand. So is this a podcast when you thought about, I know, and hopefully as part of the promos for this, we'll pay Taylor's first attempt at a podcast in 2015. But is this what you thought a podcast would be like? Is this what, when you thought back years ago and what you wanted? Well, I was ahead of my time. So for those that don't know, I tried to start a podcast, I think it was 2018, and uh, Sabina, who's our VP of marketing at Unite Us, just laughed at me. I said, no, it's <laughs> probably not a good idea. And she's got video of it. No, I came around. She laughed at us again. And then I was like, no, no, Mrs. This is serious. We're going to do this. Please help. And then I said it like 10 more times. <laughs> yeah. And then I think she was like, okay, okay. I think they're serious. And then we assembled a guest list. And then I think she was like, oh, they're really serious. <laughs> And then she's like, okay, this could really be something that we could all do together. And it's been great for me. It's way, like you said, out of my comfort zone. And so a great learning experience for me. And it's a skill, like hosting these and speaking publicly and and interviewing folks. It's a skill. And, you know, I hope we get better at it. I hope you guys are patient as we get better at it. Yeah. And there's obviously, obviously a lot of work that goes involved that you and I thankfully don't have to do. No. So you can't see the folks behind the camera that make it all happen. But it is very hard, I think, to be relatable, but then also try to come off the cuff (laughs) with questions and hopefully 
people will get something out of it or learn something about individuals. I think we set out to talk about enduring businesses and a lot of it kind of transformed into the people that run those enduring businesses and their stories and their journeys. So I think we're still figuring it out. A lot of ups and downs, but would love to hear from folks what we should do better. We More need Esther, feedback. Less Esther. <laughs> less. <laughs> <laughs> and we had some virtual guests and some in-person guests. And so did you think there was- I like in-person way better. Yeah. Although our favorite podcast was virtual. Yeah, but what if it had been in-person? We, we be would have been you. rolling on the floor laughing instead of just leaning back on the couch laughing. I think the in-person gives it that more personal feeling that you really are just sitting in a room having a conversation together. And I think you can kind of feel that in some of those. What would you do differently? That's a great question. I would practice more. I like to prepare. So I think for next season, I'll probably practice. I'll probably do it in front of the camera. I'll probably look at you. You're, you're pretty good at this. So I'll probably- You think so? It. Yeah, I think you're good at it. Well, I got, um, so my little brother does a podcast. Yeah. And he's done it. Very different from this podcast. Complete, although completely different. Four and a half million followers on TikTok. So not a joke. <laughs> a little bit more than that now, but he's doing, oh, really? he's doing all right. Nearly five million. Yeah. But he has a podcast called Dropouts. Shout and then, out. And then one, yeah, one day he's like, hey, do you have time to chat? And I'm like, no, sorry, about to do our podcast. He's like, what? He's like, I've had this for years. We're doing pretty well. And you asked me for zero advice. <laughs> I was like, I just wanted you to see it. Well, it's a, di- it's a different demo. That's Zach's demos a little bit. Yeah. Shout out Dropouts. Check it out. Zach yeah. Justice. But yeah, he was pretty upset. Well, but we may still go on Zach's podcast. You can vote on that. That's a good poll. Should we go on Zach's podcast? <laughs> They're like, please, we want to hear someone else. <laughs> we want to see We want to see what a real interviewer can do. Yeah. All right. What else? What else did you learn? I mean, I learned everybody has a story. So even people that are super inspirational leaders and you know their public stories and those public stories are incredible, often their private stories are even more incredible. So I think for me, continuing to talk to folks and getting their story out is what motivates and inspires me to keep doing this. Well, that's a question. So outside of obviously, I think our favorite moment of getting our genius business idea shot down, (laughs) what was your... Next favorite moment. I loved hearing, and we just wrapped it, but Maurice Jones talking about growing up on in rural Virginia on a tobacco farm with his grandparents. It's incredible. Um, and how humble he mm-hmm. was about it. It's, you know, I we tried to prod him a little bit, and he just, he's so humble about his brilliance, his hard work, his tenacity, and just... A great story of taking the opportunities that he had and doing inspirational things with them. Yeah, I mean, I think some of the themes that I saw were people overcoming stereotypes. Yeah. And so with Sam Allen, the stereotype of he's been removed from the military for 30 some odd years and everyone's just like, oh, here comes the Marine. He's like, what? Yeah, he's a leader. He's a leader at Salesforce and um, walks into a room instead of Here's one of the key leaders at Tableau. It's here is the military guy. And that's incredible. Yeah. And then Georgina with her country accent. Mm -hmm. Hilarious. That story was pretty funny. What was the line? It was just like something around like, I'm country. Or I was like, I was super country. Uh, When she was going through the interview process. She laughs about it. But of course, it's just, you know, 
was also like how she laughs about these things that she endured, honestly, that were hard. And I think for anybody else would have been so, so hard. And she's so positive about yeah. it. And everybody, like all of our guests look like a theme is definitely folks went through a lot of hard things to be where they are. And their incredible positivity around it is probably one of the most inspiring things about it. They all have like a drive about them. Yeah. But they channel that drive in a few different ways. And Georgina kind of mentioned this too. It's just like, what do I have to complain about? Yeah. Like my family is going through or went through, was it the early 1900s where lynching was still legal in Virginia. Yeah. Grandfather, six years uh, of education. Grandmother only had a high school education. Yeah. And he's just like, what do I have to complain about? And Georgina yeah. with her family were working multiple jobs and or her mom uh, working in hospice. She's like, what excuse do I have? You know what that reminds me? You know what I was surprised by is how much you had in common with all of our guests <laughs> that we didn't even know about. Like? Rob... Oh, and growing you, up in the same yeah, area? Yeah, growing up in the same area, different states, the same area. You and Maurice both growing up on a tobacco farm. That's right. So two things. No, There's two there things more. that I had um, <laughs> There were a lot more. Almost every guest had something in common, which is interesting. So, How was it interviewing your friend? Weird, yeah. Both Lindsay and Rachel Kohler, folks that I have personal relationships with and having them We, sit. I mean, Rachel and... Yeah, we and now you have, you, you now have a little relationship with Lindsay because she brought you a very cool shirt. That's <laughs> all it takes. Yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's weird. I mean, it's not weird is the wrong word, but like obviously you get to ask your friend a lot of questions that maybe you wouldn't ask in a social setting, but are really cool to learn. So I don't, uh, you know, sit around talking to my friends about their childhoods very often in like a pointed way like I do in an interview, but I loved hearing about it. I loved asking those questions and having my friend take them seriously because she was on camera and not just like, oh, well, let's go eat something. <laughs> so you put her on camera and she has to, she's forced yeah, she to has answer to the answer. questions. I was Got like, it. tell me about it. And I think talking to a friend, of course, it's a formal setting, but I think they, people do feel more relaxed and hopefully are able to tell their story a little bit better. What was hard for you? What was hard for me? Yeah. In what sense? Like, was anything challenging? No, this was easy. <laughs> One of the challenges I had was we were coached up on not letting folks go into like super long monologues. Yeah. And I don't want to seem rude. But yeah. Like they're talking about. Important things to them. Very important things yeah. to them. And you're just like, oh, wait, let me get this joke in real quick. Or let me pause you there and, and maybe take yeah. it a different direction. And then you realize how quick 30 to 40 minutes is. Uh, yeah. Because even with Maurice. We could have talked for days with him. Yeah. Because he's, and he's, I think he's a really good storyteller. Yes. Yeah. And he explains things in enough detail where it's just like, no, no, I want to know more. Yeah. And I thought it's cool, but it's hard to be a host when you also want to be a, like just a fan. Yeah. No, sometimes you do get lost just listening. You're like, oh, time to ask a question. <laughs> I <was> like, Except <laughs> for the first two episodes where we just like deer in headlights staring yeah. at, random things on the wall or what do we do now um we got better yeah well we needed some practice and i think when we look back at this season hopefully on season 472 oh, we end up doing 472 yeah we're, we're gonna, gonna live to be very old i got you well rob uh, wants to live to 112 so why can't we yeah, live to 407 he he, he's done everything he set out to do okay do you want to talk about 
what I want behind us. No, I think they should come to season two to find out. There's going to be some, there's a blank space here. We did it all on purpose. Uh huh. If people watch and are engaged and we decide to continue to do this. Is it, what's our target? Is it a thousand views? Then I get it. Is that what we want? All right, let's say a thousand listens in at least on at least two episodes, then I get what I want. Behind Which us. you have to wait for season two to find out what it is. Yeah. So with that, this was fun. It was an experience. I'm hoping people take something away from this or enjoy the conversations. Again, we love feedback. So let us know how you feel, what you liked, what you hated, who's your favorite host. We're here for it. And so appreciate you all tuning in. Thank you. Hey team, thanks for tuning in today. We want your feedback. Who should we talk to next? What questions should we ask? And what do you want to get out of this podcast? How can we get better? Email us at podcast at unite Let Taylor and I know what you think. And we'll see you next time.